I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Why lawyers for 40 former Washington Commanders employees are threatening to sue the NFL. I'm Mike Marillo. Also, when a best first move for a sick kid might not be an emergency room, I'm Christy King. A vote on voting rights for non-citizens in D.C. I'm Kate Ryan. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. With the midterms about three weeks away, President Biden is once again tapping the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. More from CBS News White House correspondent Stephen Portnoy. No president has used America's emergency supply of oil to the extent Joe Biden has. This latest release of 15 million more barrels in December will complete the drawdown from the Strategic Reserve that the president initiated last March. But aides say additional releases are possible this winter, with decisions driven by market forces and global supply. The OPEC Plus cartel announced this month it will cut its combined output by 2 million barrels a day. Wall Street is waiting for the nation's central bank to release its summary of economic conditions. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. The Federal Reserve accumulates all of this information in order to create economic policy. So we are likely to hear from the regional banks what everyone pretty much knows. That is that economic activity is starting to soften as the Fed has been raising interest rates and that inflation remains high. It's an early winter in parts of Michigan. CBS's Omar Villafranca. Instead of falling leaves, more than a foot of snow blanketed parts of Michigan, leaving a mess for work crews. We didn't expect this much heavy snow because along with the heavy snow, we have branches down all over. In the last 48 hours, Ironwood and Marquette, Michigan, recorded more than 13 inches of snow. With two new Omicron subvariants beginning to show up more and more, public health officials are urging people to get the current COVID booster. The two subvariants, BQ1 and BQ11, are being detected in growing numbers. Dr. Sarah Cody is with the Santa Clara County Health Department. Do I really need it? Yes, you do. But health officials are detecting what they call COVID fatigue. People just tired of dealing with it. A very slow and sluggish uptake of these boosters. Steve Futterman, CBS News. The owner of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, Colts that is, says there's merit to remove Dan Snyder as owner of the Washington Commanders. After the owners meeting, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell told reporters it's too early to speculate about Snyder's future. Everyone deserves a fair opportunity. Uh, we'll see what the results of the next investigation is, and we'll go from there. The Iranian competitive climber Elnaz Rakabi got a hero's welcome when she returned to Tehran early this morning after competing in South Korea without wearing her country's mandatory headscarf covering. Video shared online showed large crowds gathered outside the airport in Tehran chanting the 33-year-old Rakabi's name. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Attention all business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money. And 
Are you looking for an IT solutions provider that understands your agency's requirements and timeline? Affigent, an Akama company, and Dell Technologies provide streamlined solutions, speed to implementation, and efficient delivery and cost to address your IT modernization needs. Discover the power of Affigent's partnership with Dell Technologies and learn more about the contracting opportunities available with Akama sister company, Systems Intelligence. Learn more at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Affigent. WTOP at 4.03. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, October 19th, 2022. Clouding up later today, but no rain expected. The highs in the upper 50s. You're waking up to 39 degrees. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your Wednesday morning ride. Topping the local stories that we're watching for you as we head into this day together. We begin here at WTOP this half hour with new developments this morning regarding the future of Dan Snyder with the Washington Commanders. Indianapolis Colt owner Jim Ursay has taken the hard, harshest stance yet this week against Snyder. Speaking with reporters this week at Tuesday's NFL owners meeting yesterday, Ursay says he believes there is merit to removing Snyder as the owner of the team. You know, I think it's something that has to be given serious consideration. Ursay says he thinks there could be potentially 24 votes to remove Snyder. That is the magic number of owners who would have to agree to kick an owner out of the NFL entirely. The owners met in New York with Tanya Snyder, Dan Snyder's wife, on Tuesday, representing the commander's organization. A commander's spokesperson says Ursay's comments were highly inappropriate, he thinks, and based on falsehoods in the media. Meantime, lawyers representing more than 40 former Washington commander's employees are threatening now to sue the NFL. This coming after reports that their clients' participation in an investigation into allegations of a toxic work environment may have been used against them in the end by the team and its owner, Dan Snyder. D.C. attorneys Lisa Banks and Deborah Katz claim after participating in the report done by Beth Wilkinson, many of their clients faced harassment, retaliation, and even public disparagement. This after they were promised their identities would not be disclosed if they took part. The letter to the NFL commissioner, Roger Goodell, comes after an ESPN article claimed that lawyers for the commanders used the report to come up with an enemies list. If true, Banks and Katz call the acts morally reprehensible. The two are asking for a meeting with Goodell and also for the report to be released since they claim the main reason they were told it wasn't was to protect the identity of witnesses. In response to all this, a commander spokesperson says neither the team or Dan Snyder was ever advised by the NFL, Wilkinson, or anyone else about the progress of the investigation or who had been interviewed in connection with it, either during the investigation or afterwards. Also, Snyder, in a letter to other team owners, says the ESPN report contains false and malicious statements and that ESPN ignored the team's efforts to correct falsehoods. He also says the allegations that he hired lawyers and private investigators to look into other team owners and Goodell is patently false and intended to erode the trust and goodwill between owners, something he wrote he takes quite seriously. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Now, WTOP has this week reached out to the NFL for comment thus far. We have not gotten a response. Stay tuned. WTOP at 406. In other news, this morning, Children's National Hospital is near capacity right now with emergency department visits and admissions, mostly from respiratory ailments, we're told. And it's now to that end, warning families with less urgent needs to expect delays upon arrival. In most cases, your first move should not be to drive to the emergency department. Dr. Sarah Ash Coombs with Children's National Hospital says a child struggling to breathe needs emergency care. Otherwise, you have options. 
physicians. Every pediatrician should have an after-hours call line. There might be a nurse staffed to respond. They will be able to get back to you and give you some over-the-phone triage advice. What might be the case is that you need that, say, a next-day appointment with your pediatrician. There also are urgent care centers. Christy King, WTOP News. WTOP at 407. Traffic and weather on the way. Moments. They surround us. Intersecting. Every day, every instant. Moments that can change us forever. In a region where news is never-ending, a singular sound defines our moments. A constant signal delivering the top news right at your fingertips when you need it most. For better, for worse, always connected. Our legacy is the future and we'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. It's Wednesday, October 19th. Thanks for sharing the middle of your week this early morning with us. Where the time now is 4.08. Welcome in. Slower clogged drains. Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter with this in the WTLP Traffic Center. Hi, good morning, Dean. Still working uh, if you're traveling on 270 southbound approaching 85 Bucky's Town Pike. Single file left. Get you by the work zone. Uh, they were also working northbound in the same area, also down to a single left lane, although it, it, they may have started the process of picking that up. We'll keep an eye on that. Uh, for now, delays have been brief. Uh, good news, the work on both sides of 95 approaching the Baltimore Beltway exit 49, they have been picked up and cleared. Additionally, the ramp to the Adderloop on the northbound side has been reopened. Now, if you're traveling over in Greenbelt, a stretch of Greenbelt Road closed between Cherrywood Lane and Kenilworth Avenue as a result of a serious crash involving a pedestrian from earlier this morning that is under investigation. Traffic redirected each way as a result. 50 westbound as you uh, cross the Bay Bridge again. The Bay Bridge westbound span closed for overnight maintenance. Eastbound has been carrying two-way traffic, one lane for each direction of travel. As of late, delays have been brief. And then westbound as you head west of the, uh, uh, I should say, Baydale Drive, Headed toward the Seven River Bridge, we're getting by the paving project. Single files are right, but as of late, uh, delays there have been brief. And beyond that, you look good all the way through the Beltway and Lanham and inside the Beltway headed toward the district. No other incidents in your way. Uh, if you're traveling on 66 westbound, as you approach and pass over the Beltway headed toward Nutley Street, you're down to a single right lane through the construction. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzball.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Your Wednesday morning is off to a frosty, cold start. Many of the suburbs are deep into the 30s this morning. Skies will be partly to mostly sunny early today. Much like the last couple days, there will be a buildup of cloud cover in the middle parts of the afternoon, but no rain expected. Just a chilly, breezy day again. High today, 56. Another equally cold start tomorrow morning. Thursday afternoon, though, bright and sunny, a bit milder, up to 60. Mid-60s on Friday and back to near 70 on Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. 41 degrees in DuPont Circle, 37 in Germantown this morning, 34. You're waking up to an Annandale 4 a.m. hour, Wednesday morning, midweek, October 19th, 2022. And right now, looking, checking uh, our nation's capital right now to see where we're standing this morning. We're back down to 36 degrees. This check brought to you by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. The invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. 
WTOP News Time, now 411. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. This is WTOP News. People who are not American citizens will be able to vote locally in D.C. elections after the D.C. Council passes a bill. The bill that will allow non-citizens to vote in D.C.'s local elections was passed without debate by the D.C. Council. The legislation now heads to Mayor Muriel Bowser for her signature. It's also subject to congressional review. The legislation will allow green card holders and undocumented residents of the district to vote in local but not federal elections as long as they're 18 or older and have lived in D.C. for at least 30 days. And it's not the first time non-citizens have been given the right to vote in local elections. Hyattsville and Tacoma Park have passed similar laws. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. An update now to a story this morning we first brought you earlier this week on WTOP. Fairfax County Police have arrested a suspect in the rape of a woman locally in her hotel room in Vienna, Virginia. Police say he entered the woman's unlocked hotel room, physically and sexually assaulted her. A man who knew the victim chased the suspect at the time on that day, said the suspect then pointed a gun at him. Surveillance cameras at the hotel on Westwood Center Drive and at the Eastern Market Metro Station captured images of the man. Fairfax County Police said on Twitter they have the suspect in custody this morning, though they have not yet identified him. It's been 50 years since the Federal Clean Water Act was first passed. But a coalition of environmentalists from Maryland says both the state and federal governments are failing in their efforts to keep the Chesapeake Bay healthy. Saying the root cause of the problem remains the same. Can't talk about water quality without talking about agriculture. Eric Schaefer with the Environmental Integrity Project and the author of the report looking at 50 years of the Clean Water Act says toothless remedies are also failing the Bay. Law without enforcement is just good advice. Once we start enforcing the law, we're going to see a huge difference. Betsy Nicholas with Waterkeepers Chesapeake says the federal EPA and Maryland Department of the Environment are just too soft on polluters. The systems that and the communities that depend on it are all at grave risk. John Dome in WTOP News. Hey, have you heard about this? Hitachi is coming locally to Hagerstown, and when it finishes its new factory, it will start churning out new rail cars for Metro. It's a big project. The $70 million factory will be building trains of all types to be used throughout North America. The first cars to roll off the line will be part of Hitachi's $2.2 billion deal to upgrade Metro's fleet. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan. Job creation potential and associated economic uh, development benefits, economic benefits, are an absolute game changer for this region and for the entire state. The factory is set to open in early 2024. Christy King, WTOP News. We'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. The district announcing big plans to bring more electric vehicle charging stations to the city. A total of $16.6 million in federal funding will be funneled into the new effort over the next five years. The money will go towards things like community engagement and creating fast charging infrastructure. The first year of DDOT's electric vehicle infrastructure deployment plan will focus on building charging stations along designated alternative fuel quarters. There are currently five of those quarters in the district, including New York Avenue, Pennsylvania Avenue Southeast, and Rhode Island Avenue. Officials say it's all part of the district's commitment to equity and sustainability. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.15. Good Wednesday morning. Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's check in once again with Mr. Rob Woodfork this Wednesday morning for you. The words Washington Commanders fans have long waited to hear were spoken at the NFL owners' meetings Tuesday. I believe that there's merit to remove him as owner. Jim Ursay said that of fellow NFL owner Dan Snyder and that he believes there will be a necessary three-quarters majority approval to make such an unprecedented move. Snyder shot back shortly after, saying in a statement that Ursay's remarks were highly inappropriate, and Commissioner Roger Goodell said he wasn't surprised by Ursay says remarks adding speculation without facts is not a very positive thing to do i think everyone deserves to have facts and to make sure those decisions are made with facts and the membership will have that opportunity on the field the commanders prepared to host the green bay packers with taylor heineke starting a quarterback for the injured carson wentz as confirmed by ron rivera maryland got better news on their quarterback as talia tungavailoa's knee injury last week was a re-aggravation and he'll be a game time decision to play against northwestern saturday coach Mike Loxley. A huge sense of relief. The way it played out, it looked like it was very painful. We're very thankful that he had the knee brace. I mean, he fights us. He didn't want to play in the knee brace for the last two, three weeks. We forced him to do it. All the scoring in game one of the National League Championship Series was by former Nationals as home runs from Bryce Harper and a Petco Park record 488-footer from Kyle Schwarber propelled the Phillies to a 2-0 win over the Padres in San Diego. And the ALCS opens in Houston Wednesday night with the Yankees facing an Astro squad that won five of seven regular season meetings between the two. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All righty, thanks, Rob, as always. 417 on WTOP Wednesday morning, October 19th. Welcome in. The top stories we're following for you this early morning as you rise with us here. President Joe Biden this week promising to reinstate federal protections to abortion access if Democrats control enough seats in Congress next year. We'll have to see how that plays out. Russian airstrikes have cut power and water supplies, we're told, to hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians. The country's president says nearly a third of Ukraine's power stations have been destroyed just in the past week, causing massive blackouts. Here at home, a 24-year-old Dale City man is accused of killing the four people he lived with on Monday this week, now David Maine is charged formally with four counts of second-degree murder. Valdi, Texas school officials say that a 16-year-old has been arrested there after being accused of, believe it or not, planning a shooting at Uvalde High School. School district officials say the threat against Uvalde High School was discovered Monday night. They say they notified police immediately. And police say they took immediate action, going to the teen's house and talking with both the teen and his parents. But... The notice to parents about the developments went out Tuesday morning. Some kids were in school when they found out about the threat, and some parents had kept their kids at home. KENS-TV's Sue Kelberg reporting this morning. It is Wednesday morning, October 19th. Good morning, 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Rich Hunter's with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, uh, new problem is going to be down in Stafford. Northbound 95 before the exit for Route 630. Stafford exit 140. Crash involving a passenger vehicle and a tractor trailer taking up the right lane. Uh, two lanes to the left get you by. Just be careful. Sudden slowdown there. As a result, once you clear it, nothing else in any way. Headed north toward the Bellway. 395 North looks good between the Bellway and the 14th Street Bridge. Still have the work zone southbound approaching Duke Street. Only blocking the single right lane you get by without delay. Now, up in Frederick, 270 North and South. The work zones near 85 Bucky's Town Pike should find all lanes reopen in both directions. The work zones pick up and clear and beyond. Uh, the southbound side, you're looking good all the way down to the Bellway in Bethesda. Uh, Bellway, as of late, through Montgomery and Prince George's County, much better ride now. Any work we had has been picked up and cleared. 
If you're traveling uh, to or from the eastern shore, the overnight closure of the westbound span has been lifted. Got three lanes westbound, two lanes eastbound, and no delay, but heads up, still working westbound as you approach and pass Baydale Drive, headed toward the Seven River Bridge, single file right past the milling and paving project. Over in Greenbelt, serious crash remains under investigation, closing Greenbelt Road between Cherrywood Lane and Kenilworth Avenue. Again, crash involving a pedestrian from earlier this morning. Expect to be redirected each way as a result. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Better grab that extra layer of fleece or flannel this morning. There's a real chill in the air. Many of the suburbs are way down into the 30s, mid-30s for much of the region. Afternoon temperatures today, just like yesterday, only struggling to reach the mid-50s. Skies will clear again overnight, so Thursday morning will be just as cold as it is this morning before a moderating trend finally arrives. Near 60 with sunshine tomorrow, low to mid-60s with sunshine on Friday, and back to near 70 on Saturday. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. You are waking up to 36 degrees in Chantilly. We're at 36, BWI Marshall, 41, Reagan National, 36 at Dulles. We are at 44 degrees in our nation's capital. This check brought to you this morning by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 420. Latest on COVID this morning. As of this morning, 97 million U.S. coronavirus cases have been reported. Worldwide death toll stands at more than 6.5 million. Of that number, 1,065.8 thousand are considered u.s deaths so what are we facing as the weather is changing we can see right now and that we're headed into the third winter with COVID possibilities we'll talk about that get some advice for you next on wtop women's leadership is elevating our world and innova is a leader in elevating women's health care innova fairfax hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by u.s news and world report we are committed to putting women first our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash women first. We'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. In health news this morning, for the past couple of years, we've braced against waves of COVID caused by the single most active strain of the coronavirus. At the time, we had the original, then Delta, then Omicron. But as we approach our third winter season this year with the coronavirus, scientists around the world are tracking an apparent swarm of new variants all at once. This morning, CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus helps us understand what we're up against for our cold season. We have new variants and we expected that, right? The virus changes over time. We know that and it's continuing to change. Right now, the BA5 variant is the dominant one in the country. And we have a sub-variant of BA5 called BQ1 and BQ1.1 that are slowly going up in numbers. And they have us worried because they have some immune invasive properties. Uh, among those immune invasive properties, are they, uh, what are they and the current vaccines that we have, or, or are they going to work against all that? Well, that's the key question. What we know is, is that some of the antibodies or most of the antibodies available now don't work against them. In terms of the vaccines, my gut is they do work, but we're not going to know until there are many more cases. We just don't have enough data yet. And that's part of the problem is that we don't know until after there's been large numbers of cases, what is the hospitalization rate of people who had the booster versus not? And that takes time. And so we can't make that judgment just by looking at the virus. 
it takes time. And that's what makes policy decisions very difficult. So these variants are already appearing in Europe. It's only a matter of time before they come here. As we move through winter, do you foresee us having to get a little more strict and a little more careful about protecting ourselves? You know, I think if we have the boosters, we're protected from serious illness and hospitalization, which is the key thing we worry about now. And that's what shuts down our cities. And, and so, unfortunately, in the United States, we've been pretty poor on the booster uptake. I hope that the rise of these new variants here in the country will push people to get those boosters and then we can all be protected. I don't think we're going to have shutdowns, but I do think we're going to have some restrictions if people don't get those boosters. We've had two and a half years now of fighting COVID and two and a half years of experience of trying to get vaccines manufactured to keep up with the variants. Uh, from what you're able to tell now, how quickly are the drug manufacturers now able to keep up? You know, it's slower than we originally thought, but we do have now these BA4, BA5 boosters, which give broadened immunity and which protect us. You know, they're looking now about what's going to come in the future, and it's always hard to predict. You know, if it's going to take six to 12 months to get a new booster, you have to predict six to 12 months in advance what's going to be that new variant. We don't have that ability right now. So the hope is we can get the one we have now into arms, and that's going to be critical. The good is Paxlovid, the treatment for people who have risk for serious illness or hospitalization, it still works and has been a remarkable drug to prevent those hospitalizations. So we have to hang our hat on those accomplishments. On the medical page, Dr. David Agus, CBS News medical contributor with the latest on what we can expect this winter season from COVID. Talking there with Hillary and Sean, you are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Where the time now is 425. Money news each half hour at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Check in your money news, a preview of your business day. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Less than a week after the deal was announced, opposition is building to the planned merger of Kroger and Albertsons. Democratic Senator Amy Klobuchar and Republican Mike Lee will hold a hearing next month on the deal's potential impact on grocery store competition. The combined company would still be the second largest U.S. grocer. That old iPad you've been using for years may finally be due for replacement. Apple has unveiled a new entry-level iPad, the model's first upgrade in five years. High-end users will find a speedier iPad Pro based on the same chip used in recent Mac computers. Couch potatoes are costing the global economy a lot of money. A new report from the World Health Organization says physical inactivity could raise health costs by $302 billion by 2030. The agency is urging governments to encourage more walking, bicycling, sports, and other physical activity. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Here's Mario Orsini, Associate Director of Security with Raytheon Intelligence and Space. October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month when we focus on safer, trusted, and more secure online experiences. At Raytheon Intelligence and Space, every day is about cybersecurity. We break the definition of cyber defense, hiring the sharpest minds, using our understanding of how actors think to actively hunt threats, and designing one-of-a-kind, never-been-done-before solutions to protect our nation's most vital infrastructure and our way of life. Visit rtx.com slash cyber. There are more ways than ever to listen to WTOP on air, online, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. WTOP, Washington's top news, constantly updated, 24-7, 365. WTOP at 427. Checking the world of entertainment for you this early Wednesday morning on WTOP. 
Showbiz Express. I'm Ross Crystal. It was a role played by the late.